of the kickoff of the NFL season. It starts on Thursday. Michael McVeigh, Colin Cronin, Mark Cockerell is back, and we are absolutely delighted to welcome in Henry Hodgson, who now is the general manager of NFL UK. Henry, it's been a it's been an interesting off season for everyone. It's been a massive off season for you. You're you're back in London. Uh, first off, welcome to the show. And how have you been the last few months? Because I, I know you've been very very busy and you've travelled and moved around the world. I've been good. It's great to see you guys. Thank you for having me back again. Um, but yeah, you're right. I have um, recently moved back from where I was um, in living in California for the last 12 years and, and working as part of the NFL media group in Los Angeles, but um, in my previous role, which was leading the international marketing team. And I'm, I'm now back in the UK in a, in a new position um, as, as general manager of, of NFL UK. Um, so I'm about a month into being back here or just over a month, I think, and, and, you know, thoroughly enjoying, first of all, being back in the UK. It's, it's, it's been really nice to be home, especially the weather seems to have cooperated and I've, I've definitely had, I think probably more than I could have expected in terms of, of Californian like sunshine. But I think even more than that, especially, you know, exciting to be back in the UK and, and, you know, flat out now as we get close to kickoff and, and very close to the games in London as well. Um, so, you know, it's, it's been, been, as you say, a busy, busy few months, but also really exciting for me. Yeah. And I suppose, um, we, we figured you'd be pretty busy as you uh, settled into to the new role, but it has been busy for us as well. And we've had the good opportunity to have a chat to, uh, some of the people who will be joining, uh, you in, in London, um, Mickey Loomis, Mark Murphy, Joe Shin and Kevin O'Connell are all very excited about coming to London. We we're sure Russell Wilson and Doug Pedersen are as well. Just haven't had the chance to talk to them. They're more than welcome <laughs> on. But in terms of the, the games this year, Henry, it's a pretty exciting uh, array of fixtures. It really is. And congrats again to you guys. I, I see every week the, the cast of characters you're pulling me in, pulling in. I'm, I'm kind of surprised that you've invited me back based on all the, the illustrious names you've had through the show the last few weeks. Um, but no, sorry, to answer your question, you're absolutely right. It's some really exciting games this year. Um, you know, and I think uh, we've, we've, in previous years in the UK, obviously had teams that have um have you know attracted um fan bases but i think this time around you know between all the the six clubs that are coming to london this year you're really looking at teams that are pulling in a lot of fans and and there's a ton of excitement around it and especially you know finally getting the packers and kind of completing the set if you like um is, is exciting but i think frankly all, all six of the clubs are, are you know we're, we're thrilled to be having them in the uk and I suppose, Henry, just alongside the, obviously the games are the showpiece, but I know that, you know, when, when we um, spoke to you at the, the press conference um, in terms of the international growth, like the constant evolution of, of the sport, but um, there was a lot of talk uh, uh, around kind of the football development initiatives. And we've seen some of that take place over the, the last couple of months in expanding the international player pathway, um, NFL Africa and things like that. Are there more things that we can can look forward to in the in the future yeah great question i mean i think um you know certainly well i guess we have to pull the curtain back on when we're recording this but you know hoping in the next few hours to have confirmed um the players from this year's international part player pathway program that either will be making practice squads or even you know i think there's a really good chance for a couple of them above and beyond what we've seen in previous years to actually make nfl rosters which is really exciting so hopefully some news to be made there 
um, we're about uh, you know a month out now from you know, both the London Games, but then between the two London Games, um, a, a second uh, international player um, combine that will be taking place uh, at Tottenham in the week between the two games at Tottenham. Um, and so I think what's exciting there is you're going to be seeing again the best kind of players from around the world, um, you know, with the opportunity looking to to become part of that program in the future. Some of those guys are going to be players that we found um, in Africa as part of the NFL Africa program. Earlier this summer, I was lucky enough to be part of a, a, an NFL trip that went to Ghana, um, but which brought in players really from across Africa, you know, uh, Nigeria, South Africa, um, you know, really across um, uh, across West Africa as well, West African countries. Uh, and the talent on display was incredible. Um, so I think you're going to see a bunch of those players um, as part of the, the player pathway program, as well as the best from Latin America and Europe and Asia and, and all over the world, which will be exciting. And I think will give us the opportunity to expand that program. I think the NFL Academy is, you know, going from strength to strength, uh, you know, from a football development standpoint, um, we've, we've relaunched the Academy, if you like, um, at Loughborough, um, where it's going to be really entwined with all of the elite sport that's, that, um, based at, at Loughborough um, and so you're going to hopefully that's a you know slower burn but hopefully some players that you're going to see playing college football maybe playing college football in Ireland in the future um, but um, you know that would be I think that's that's an exciting program that we're looking to expand on there's more kids playing flag football um, across the UK than ever before and we're really working hard to, to expand that really across the world honestly and I, I think you will have heard a little bit about plans um, for flag to, to hopefully be in the Olympics in Los Angeles in 2028 so a lot of a lot of work being done to grow how we get people playing football I suppose from the bottom you know young age group that are playing flag all the way up to the elite level of of you know NFL Academy and then the international player pathway program as well with the ultimate goal being you know the understanding that the more people play the sport the the more they become fans and then the more players that are international the more we grow you know the fan base from from people in the UK Ireland wherever in the world seeing people who they can relate to who grew up in the same places as them playing in the NFL it makes it you know the aspirational piece i guess for kids is there but then also for for just general sports fans it gives you someone to root for yeah, and, and Henry, it's Notre Dame versus Navy next year. So if they want to target the college football game in Dublin, they're, okay. they're, that's, yeah. that's the one to highlight. Also, at the time of recording, we haven't yet had the full 53-man cutdown. So we may indeed have an Irishman in the uh, NFL next year exactly. with James McCall, uh, very much in a prime position for the Jags. So getting him over to London as well would be great. Um, yeah. But, but taking on that theme a little bit of what you're saying about some of the amazing developments, because uh, there's a great line. It's the thing that Newton, Oasis, and English two-pound coin share in common. Uh, if I can see further than you, it's because I'm standing on the shoulders of giants. And in mm -hmm. many respects, Henry, you're stepping in some big shoes. I mean, you go back to 07, the first NFL game in the UK. Who would have imagined where we now stand 15 years later? And... I don't want to put pressure on you. I'm sure you've got enough of that at the moment. <laughs> it feels like you're about to. Well, I'm just, I'm just wondering. I mean, like you're standing on those shoulders, and now you can look a little bit further down the different, uh, down the distance. And I know you're talking about the IPP, and you're talking about the academies and things like that. But what excites you, or what might be in the offing in terms of the UK market? Obviously, the intervention, obviously the home market 
agreements as well yeah. with various yeah. teams, six teams having the UK as a market. What gets you excited and you can envisage in five, 10 years time, maybe being in place uh, for the NFL in, in, in Europe, but in the UK specifically, obviously. Yeah, Mark, I, I mean, I, I'm smart enough not to make guarantees um, here, but I think what I will do is tell you, I, I actually, you stumbled across that, or maybe not, you were, you were um, precisely on it. Um, I think that, that that home marketing agreements, and that, that's not something that really sort of trips off the tongue, but the fact that clubs are willing themselves to make an investment in growing their fan base here, I think is is the thing that can be a difference maker for us, amongst other things and amongst other sort of opportunities we'll have on the media front and in, in different areas of football development, et cetera. But I really do think the game changer will be as clubs themselves see the opportunity. You know, for each of you guys, I, I, you know, maybe we've talked about them before, but each of you didn't fall in love with the NFL. You fell in love probably with a player, with a team, and that led you to the love that you have of the NFL. Um, and so... You know, from us, uh, uh, trying to market the NFL as a as a whole is obviously, you know, help, we're helped in a lot of ways with, with, the, with the way that the NFL is set up versus maybe some other sports. But at the same time, you know, the six teams that are really focused on growing their fan base here, um, I think gives us an enormous opportunity. Um, and I, I think it's fair to say that there's probably some other clubs either who are already participating in that program in other parts of the world or who aren't yet participating, who are going to look and see, you know, what's that growth look like over a year, two years, whatever, and, and, and also jump into to this opportunity. I think those are the ones that are going to help us the most. And we're working really very actively with those teams to see, okay, how do you plug into some of the things we're already doing in terms of games, in terms of, of, you know, football programs, in terms of media, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, the, Benchmark really the blueprint's been set by the Jags, right? They've they've got to the point now where the Jags game in London this year at Wembley is actually a Jags game. It's not an NFL UK managed and run game. It's the Jags picking it up and saying, We want to bring this whole experience, the whole Jags experience to London. And so you know, from a fan perspective, how different is that gonna look? I think what you'll see is where you know the games at Tottenham, we we put on those games, and it's about you know it's it's an NFL event. This is truly going to be a Jags event, so you're going to get that great Jags experience and that great atmosphere that they can create. And obviously, with with the Jags fans in the UK, that's as well as other NFL fans, that's going to be a, you know different and a really good opportunity for them to show themselves off. And I hope we'll get to that point with with other clubs, whether it's in the UK or or elsewhere in the world. Yeah, and one of the key pillars this week, uh, Henry, has been the news from TalkSport and the 49ers obviously making use of that marketing agreement. And if you're in Northern Ireland, you can listen to a minimum of 11 Niners games on, on DAB. If you're in the Republic, you can listen on your Wi-Fi. So it's a win-win for everyone. Um, going on the ITV deal, Henry, it's, it's fantastic for people here because it gives people the opportunity now, uh, hopefully, to watch it on Virgin Media Television, which is... Yeah. Uh, well, probably, you know, one of the largest commercial broadcasters in Ireland and to even have a telecast of the Super Bowl in Arizona. I think that's the first time uh, since the early 1990s that that's even going to be a, uh, the case in Ireland. We've worked with Virgin before and I have to say it's exciting to to see this and it's just getting bigger and bigger every year. Yeah, no, I mean, that's definitely the case. We want to make, obviously, the sport as accessible as possible. And so some of that is, is you know, how do we find those types of opportunities on TV? And then, you know, as we look at the 
age groups that we're trying to grow with. And that's specifically, you know, more than likely going to be with a younger audience, you know, 12 to 24 year olds are probably still making up their mind about what sports or other things they're into. Um, and so for us, that makes sense to be targeting those age groups. And, and therefore we know that there are platforms that the NFL is not necessarily that big on now that we need to be more present on and more accessible to, to, 12 to 24 year old fans or sports fans, let's say from the UK, so that they can see the NFL, find out a bit more about it and, and make their minds up about whether this is a sport or a, a thing that they're going to be interested in. Henry, um, I suppose uh, for, for my Broncos, big off season of change, new quarterback, new owners and a new team president, uh, a, a man you would be uh, somewhat <laughs> familiar with. So uh, I suppose on, on behalf of, uh, of Broncos fans on, on both sides of Atlantic, um, what what kind of person is, is Damani Leach, our, our new uh, president of the, the Broncos? Tony, I mean, a person, he's an outstanding person. He's, you know, he's, he's one of the, he's a person that anyone would like to, to meet and spend time with. And, and uh, he's, he's a you know, terrific human being, but I think also as a leader, um, I can tell you having had him as, as my boss for the last few years, a, a fantastic boss and, and someone who will, I, I have no doubt, um, lead the Broncos to, to bigger and better things. You know, I think from a fan's perspective, you you look at you well, ultimately you look at like you know how many how many trophies does he bring how many rings does he bring to the team and and obviously um, you know that's part of a guess of how a team president gets measured but I think also what the Broncos are going to get above and beyond that is someone who really understands kind of the business of the NFL and I think will make the Broncos kind of a a, a incredibly well run team. Um, with with great leadership and so yeah, I mean, I, I would uh, if I was a Broncos fan, um, I know it's not the most exciting signing probably of your off season when you've just um, got Russell Wilson in as your quarterback, but I would be as excited just from the standpoint of just having a, a great human being, great person, and, and a great leader in the building. Uh, Henry, I mean, you mentioned I just wanted to look back. The the Jags experience is going to be interesting for a Broncos fan going to join it. So uh, you know, <laughs> wouldn't want to be a Broncos fan, uh, lads, for that one. Um, but you've made a great point, which is we all fell in love with the team. We all fell in love with a player. Um, everyone who loves the NFL, yeah, and some some people love the the generality. I mean, I think even in the playoffs, everyone loves it, even if your team's no longer involved. But yeah, you're no yeah. different in that regard. I mean, you fell in love with the team. I appreciate you're going to be a bit more objective, and you have been working for the NFL. But we always talk to Neil Reynolds when he comes on the show as well. And you are, if I remember correctly, a Dolphins fan. So I've got to ask you, new head coach, new experience for the Dolphins. I mean, to mix mythologies, is he going to bring you to Valhalla or is he going to bring you back to Hades? Once again. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited about uh, everything about the Dolphins this year. And I can honestly say, like, I'm more excited about the Dolphins season than I've, you know, team set up, roster, et cetera, um, than I've been uh, for a long time. I think, um, I think Mike McDaniel feels like a breath of fresh air. Um, I think obviously the signing of Tyreek Hill is is helpful. I think they've they've made some smart signings, and and uh, I'm a tour believer. So we'll see what we'll see what goes down. Um, but no, I, I I couldn't be. I mean, I'm always everyone at this time of year, and that's why the NFL. That's why we love the NFL, and that's why the NFL is such a such a great sport. Is I think everyone goes into the season feeling nothing other than than hope, and that this is our season. Um, but I think especially um, this year, I'm, I'm super excited about the Dolphins. I think they're going to be really fun to watch. And that hasn't always been the case, I can tell you, as a, as a fan of that team. 
have to say as a, as a big Broncos fan personally and a guy that turned up to LA on the Friday night of Super Bowl <laughs> lost and missed the press conference with the money I'm absolutely got it best of luck to him I'm, I'm, I'm buzzing about it um, final round of questions Henry I, I have to ask you man um, we, like all of us lads were obviously in Dublin last weekend I'm not sure if you've seen much of the college game it was a bit like you're walking around the stadium maybe even three or four hours before kickoff and it's in a, quite a rural area and it was a bit like a mini London game. Like there was so, I think somebody done a like a thing on Twitter where they got, they got every NFL team, and it was it was almost like that really? there. And the atmosphere was was fantastic. But uh, it's it's interesting to see sort of different variations of an, a, a similar international event. And it, it, like I mean, college football is it's quite different. I mean, I, I was in in the training yeah. training last Thursday, and they were singing and stuff. But it was it, it was great crack, as we said. Yeah, I mean, that doesn't surprise me at all. Look, I, I, I fundamentally believe if we picked up an NFL game, regular season game, and said we're going to play it in Ireland, it would sell out as quickly as it does everywhere else. If we said we're going to play it in France or Spain or wherever, you know, I, I really believe that the fandom is there and, and, you know, some combination of the local fans being able to have the first opportunity to see a game in their market plus the people who travel from all over Europe for the game, plus the fans from the US who I'm sure traveled to Ireland and, and I know travel obviously to the UK and other places, although not in as big a numbers as I think people assume, um, will all would all come and, and would fill those stadiums. And that's really what we've seen in Germany. Going back to the press conference you guys referenced, the, the main reason for that press conference was to announce the plan for, for Germany and for, for the game in Munich this season. And that, I mean, the demand, it doesn't surprise me in any way, but the demand for that game has been astonishing. Um, so, you know, I, I, there, are, there are NFL fans, there are American football fans all over the world, all over Europe, in Ireland, in the UK, in Germany, wherever. And they're going to show up because they love to come to our games. They love to see that atmosphere. They want to be a part of it. And, and it's, you know, that's why I think, you know, when, when you speak to the teams who come over and play in the UK or anywhere else, when you speak to the players, they're like, we had, you know, we didn't really know what to expect. And when we saw it, it was bigger and, and more exciting and it has a sort of, you know, playoff atmosphere. So um doesn't surprise me at all that you guys said that. I'm only sad that I didn't make it this year, but it was partly because I'm still in the process of moving. But Notre Dame versus Navy seems like a, a good opportunity for next summer. So maybe I will, uh, I'll, I'll see if I can sneak over. Well, we'll, uh, we'll have a couple of Guinness waiting for you for that, Henry. <laughs> um, if, I, if I can allude back to, because uh, there's a piece uh, six years ago where you were talking to Mike Silver at the time about a new generation right. of NFL head coaches uh, at, at that right. time. And I, I'm thinking now, right, Mike McDaniel <laughs> is like a totally new generation of NFL head coach. But at the same time as Mike McDaniel's existing in, in the league, you've Dan Campbell up with the Lions. And I, I suppose what i what i'm wondering is like we see incredible diversity in the the league right and playing staff coaching staff uh, a little bit on, on ownership executives even amongst the fans you, you talked earlier the way in which maybe younger fans consume media i suppose is is the league and it's a very big and broad and maybe philosophical question but is the league realizing the value of diversity yeah, I mean, I, I think I think the league. I don't think it's realizing. I think the league knows, and just I know that that sort of words. But the difference is that I guess it's not like this is suddenly being revealed. I think there's just some of these things 
take time for those opportunities to really come to life. Um, but I, I don't think that this is sort of new news to the NFL. I think you're just beginning to see much, much more of it actually sort of come come to fruition, if you like. Um, it's absolutely integral to to everything we do, and a diversity of of thinking and ideas is is incredibly important. And you know, I, we had the opportunity um, a few weeks ago. Uh, um, we we brought together all of the international marketing teams, um, and Kevin Demoff um, was one of the speakers that that, that we managed to get to to come in to um, to speak to us. And for those that don't know, Kevin is the LA Rams president. Um, and, and we talked to him about what it was to build a championship culture across his across his Rams team. And, you know, part of that obviously actually materialized on the field. But part of it is about, you know, a really, really diverse staff that he's built as he as the Rams arrived in L.A. with kind of a fresh slate. And and his response to us was you know, probably you know, maybe oversharing here, but he, he wanted to bring in people from outside of sports because he wanted diverse thinking and that you know is is included in in kind of diversity as a whole because otherwise you're kind of set with the same group of ideas uh, and and you know strategies whatever for 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 doing the things that he as a team president wants to do or you can bring in you know this entirely new set of of ideas and thinking and fresh thought and, and different perspectives and I think that's what, to me, what, you know, is included in, in diversity is diversity of people, diversity of cultures, and then, and then especially diversity of thinking. And it's it certainly, as I look at the, the role that I'm in now, it's something that I'm really kind of taking away with me a lot as well is, you know, we've got a fantastic team in the UK and, and there's been a lot of momentum. And, and as you say, standing on the shoulders of giants, but for that next set of, of, you know, where does the NFL go from here in the UK or, or frankly, Europe internationally in the US too, we have to start thinking about, okay, well, you know, who, who's coming with, with something entirely new. And I think probably the answer is, you know, from in our case, maybe a lot of, you know, entertainment industries or, or others where, you know, things are being done differently and, and, and problems, challenges, opportunities are being tackled slightly differently. So uh, I, I think that, that um, you know, diversity important across the board. And I, I, I understand your point is you know, it's brought up lots of new opportunities for people who are incredibly deserving and incredibly smart. and Maybe their voices wouldn't have been heard before. But I think as much as anything else, it's about opening the pipeline of people who could potentially, you know, have the opportunity to work in the NFL in, in some way or other, whether that's in coaching and the names you mentioned before, or, you know, all the way up to commissioner, you'd hope that that, that would be that that would be open um, across the board. Um, Henry, you talk about <clears throat> diversity of thought, and I can't let it go. I think Michael McQuay is the first person that's ever thought that Bulls Bridge is a very rural part of Ireland. So I just, I, I, I'll just leave that <laughs> said, really? uh, there. But my, my, um, actually, you mentioned Kevin Demoff, and obviously the the approach he's taken in relation to investing in diversity has inherently paid off. We are talking about the Super Bowl winners hoping to reclaim their title. Obviously, as an LA native, or not native, sorry, living in LA, uh, LA resident last year yeah. with the hometown yeah. Rams winning, that must have been an amazing experience. 
I am tempted to ask you, what's the thing you're looking forward to most for the 23 season? Because we are sitting on the precipice of it. But I think you'll say the London games. So let me flip the question slightly differently. Having just seen the last Super Bowl, what or who or how do you think it's all going to play out? The where we're going to be when we come to February 2024, 2023. That's what I want to say in Glendale, Arizona. Um, who's sitting there or what would you be looking forward to? to be sitting there in 2023. I, I just, on your last question, I said, I'm not going to make any guarantees. And now you're trying to, trying to take me into <laughs> another one. Trying um, to lure it out of you, Henry, eventually. I, I'll be looking forward to a, um, a an ITV um, and Sky uh, uh, televised Super Bowl. And, and as Michael said, one that will be seen for the first time on an Irish TV channel. No, I think, oh, look, I, I won't cop out. I, 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 I mean, look, the, the NFL season as a whole, I'm super excited. We, we all get starved for re- actual football as opposed to everything we talk about, which is still exciting throughout the, the off season. So I think I'm just excited to have it back and, and especially excited, as you mentioned, for the London games. I mean, it, it, first of all, you know, we, we went from you know that, that kind of weird thing where no team had ever played in a home Super Bowl to having that happen in back-to-back years. So, you know, is that something that maybe could lightning strike thrice um, and, and the Cardinals? I don't necessarily see that happening. I'll tell you what, I, the, the, I don't know why I keep thinking this, but I've thought it for a while. And I'm a, I'm a kind of, in, in the years when the Dolphins haven't been as exciting to watch, as I mentioned, I've, I've slowly but surely fallen in love with the Chargers. Um, as a kind of, you know, a, a team that I just enjoy watching. And it goes back to, I love, Philip Rivers is my favorite player of the last sort of 15, 20 years. LT was a, I loved watching. Um, I, I, but every year they're quite, not quite there and injuries get them or something. So if I, yeah, it's not the, the hottest Super Bowl pick, but I really feel like this could be the Chargers year. And mostly because I think people aren't talking about them quite as much as they have been. So maybe this is the time that it happens. But, what do I know? Um, if, if you're looking for a prediction, that that that's as close as you're going to get to from me. Yeah, we've a prediction show, Mark and Colm on a thir- Wednesday this week, um, and they may or may not be. Give, in me, my... give me a sneak preview. What what do, what do you think? Like, can you guys tell me you know, something that you're that you think is going to happen? It doesn't have to be your Super Bowl prediction, but something like what's your, what's your one prediction from each of you, very quickly, and not to turn it all on you but um, that you guys each think will happen this year? LA, LA. And I think Brady Ooh. might not play the full season. Let's put that out. I, I think the, the Eagles, especially, obviously, they're recording, uh, making moves at safety. I think their roster is stacked. I think they're um, underestimated because I think people underestimate Jalen Hurts. I think Jalen Hurts is, mm-hmm. um, if not an elite elite QB, I think he's a very talented young QB who's still learning. I think the team have done in Nick Sirianni, how he have done a great job building that roster around him. I think the Eagles are going to make a deep playoff run. Well, even after the, the 48 to 7 um, preseason whipping they took from the Dolphins last week, I don't know if that was actually the score, but it was something like that. Jordan Mailata will be there or thereabouts for the regular yeah, season. Yeah, I'm kidding. I, I don't actually think the preseason games uh, mean a whole lot for their for their season's predictions. 
Uh, Broncos missed the playoffs, Emery. My prediction <laughs> in relation to You're just trying to get a reaction there. That's the... pretty much, pretty much. But no, in all seriousness, this is probably the first season where the AFC is a noticeably stronger than the NFC. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to see a much more competitive AFC uh, playoff schedule than with the NFC. I don't think that's kind of shattering anybody's illusions, but that has not always yeah. been the case, especially after the last one, especially so soon after the. Massive retirements of Manning and Roethlisberger and Brady moving across. The AFC is dominant again. It's kind of very strange. Yeah. But one of the young QBs makes the Super Bowl. So a Burrow again or a, you know, well, I was going to say a Herbert, but maybe uh, that that's kind of what you're alluding to. I won't say Trevor Lawrence. That might be pushing it a bit too far. You but can say one of the young QBs breaks through. I, I'll, I'll, I'll give you the fact it would be nice to see the Dolphins back there because it's 84 since the last time they got their Henry. So... It'd be nice that they can find their way there again. It'd be good. Sorry, yeah, thank Henry, you, thank uh, you for your <laughs> predictions. I apologize for making you do that, especially preempting your own show and later in the oh, week. Oh, it's fine. Don't worry. It's it's grand. It's hundred percent. It's but Henry, it's hard to believe because it feels like five minutes ago that me and Mark were uh, were lost in the co- in uh, I said the compound <laughs> of SoFi Stadium. We couldn't get out. So uh, it's it's mad that we're seven months down the line here. Um, <laughs> I am the and Henry. Obviously, thanks to my thanks for coming on, man. At NFL UK, Hank, the NFL returns. This Thursday night, Bills Rams Sky Sports this season, two games on ITV, as well, as well as the Super Bowl highlight show, and all of that's on Virgin Media and the Republic as well. So it's probably the biggest season as ever. As well as a week show on on the same channel, so don't look out for that as well. Friday nights. It should be great. I'm looking forward. To, I know. I think it's, it's going to give people, uh, especially people in the Republic, maybe younger people that have not seen it before, the chance to watch it for the first time. So, thank you for all you're doing, Henry, and thank you for all the league is doing to help fans here and uh, enjoy the season. And I'm, I think the Dolphins could do better this year than certain teams in your in your division. So, thanks a million. <laughs> Thank you. And again, I, I know I've said it before, but thank you for all you guys do. You're doing a great job in, in helping us grow the sport in Ireland and, and frankly everywhere. And, and congratulations again on, on the caliber of guests. I, I think this is probably my last appearance and you guys will be, I'm sure, you know, pulling in uh, even bigger names as we go through the next next 12 months and, and beyond. So say hi to me on, on, on your way up.